0: Counting down in five, four, three. Hello, everybody. Don't try that again. Yeah. Welcome to RPG Cast episode 379 for the week of March 5th, 2016. I'm your host, Chris Rivetier, here with the complete opposite of last week's crew. (laughs) First off, from England, Alice Wilkinson. Hello. Hello. Also from England, Alex Fuller. Hello. I'm from America, and that's all that's here. (laughs) Anna Marie is out this week doing something with one of her clients and um jonathan stringer is busy with something else that i can't remember at the moment and so uh i bring you the opposite of last week where we have all the brits so what are you uh what what's uh what's going on over there you um repelling any alien invasions um it's a time traveling doctor up to hijinks and adventure i don't know what happens in england uh doctor who's on hiatus at the moment oh he's on hiatus okay do we like the new doctor in england
1: I don't know. Alex, are you a Doctor Who person?
2: No, uh, but I assume we do. We, we like the companion because she was one of the voices on scene played.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. I, <laughs> I didn't realize that was how that worked. All right.
2: Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> huh.
0: Perfect. So, uh, yeah. Um, you, you haven't been here for a little bit. Uh, Alex Fuller, I'm very interested to hear what weird English sporting games you've been playing. You, ha- you haven't been playing any, I know, but uh, <laughs> I see. Actually, what I do see is a pattern here. The English folks are all playing um, Digimon still. Yeah, yeah. but
2: I finished playing Digimon now.
0: Oh, you finished? Oh, did you? Did you, you actually, actually finish it? it? Did you finish yeah, the is. game, or did you just give up on it?
2: I finished the game. It's got with you now.
0: All
1: right. I, I actually, I actually haven't finished it.
0: So did I'm you? I'm still working on it. Did you get all the mon, Alex?
2: I didn't. I did not get all the mon. Okay. Well. I didn't spend a dick's amount of hours doing the grinding cheat either.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I, I played it like a normal person. Like a normal? What's the fun in
1: that? I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, what is the fun in that?
2: Uh, I mostly get messages from Digimon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Just the text messages that you get?
2: <laughs> yeah, those are fun.
0: Were you able to, at, were you able to answer them all? Do you get all the questions no, right?
2: Can... Uh, no, I think there's still a few I got wrong. <laughs> mm, you should feel ashamed. But most is the ones that I had no reference point in whatsoever. <laughs> Some of those are
0: hard. Yeah. I I have no reference point whatsoever not being a Digimon-type person, so I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah I think the one see. about the southernmost point in japan was the one that kept getting these oh what is it Hmm? i think it was what prefecture it's in i think the answer was tokyo for oh really because of some technicality Hmm. i think there's an island somewhere that's technically part of the tokyo prefecture
1: (laughs) i don't know i don't think i got that Oh. Are you giggling there, Chris?
0: I am a little bit because, I don't know.
2: The, the, the Digimon are adorable.
0: Okay, so you played through Digimon like well, a some normal some of them are. <laughs> So Alex is oh, playing gosh. through Digimon as a normal person. Alice is playing through Digimon as a min-maxer. Um, well, as someone, or at least as someone who's played a Persona game. <laughs> I see. I, I don't know that Persona... I, well, you're comparing it to Persona, huh? See, I didn't max yeah. out all my Personas. Um, I Well, the, the comparison that I draw
1: is um, there are a couple of uh, tricks you could use that made leveling or at the very least clearing dungeons in Persona 4 a lot easier mm-hmm. if, if you sort of planned ahead a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, the, 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 one, the one major one I remember is one, I think it's, um, it, by using the fusion forecast in Persona 4 Golden, um, you could get a, a fairly low-level persona with the very powerful victory cry ability, uh, which restores all HP and SP when you finish battles, which makes grinding extremely easy.
0: Oh, that would help, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I actually, I think when I tried that, I actually didn't get that, but I settled for a, a, like a lesser, a, like a, there are. A, it's not a one hundred percent chance you can so now- get it because of how the few. Fu- because of how the fusion forecast
0: works, but so not really I a settled... victory cry, more of a complacent moan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically. Restores restores thirty percent of HP and MP, maybe. <laughs> right.
1: But um, yeah, it was a case of I uh, was in a position, I was in a better position than I was, kind of thing. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So, but I did do some, I did do quite a, a fair bit of level grinding. Um, and I think it's still doing me good, despite the fact I just started chapter 17. I know the game only has 19 chapters. So I'm fairly close to the end now.
0: So, have but you. I, so, since you did all that grinding, Alice, did it kind of ruin the rest of the game, or was it still fun to play with all your overpowered um, Digimon?
1: Well, because it wasn't a case of uh, making. It, oh, wow. Okay. In a, in a couple of cases, it was a case of, of getting a lot of EXP onto um, the Digimon I wanted, but it was mostly just a case of uh, just wanting to get the Digimon I wanted in my team. You know, a bit like how you fetch the, you know, collect the Pokemon you always want to have and stuff like that.
0: Okay. Uh, because you knew so, how to evolve to them, or
1: you just. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, because you can figure out some of the. Um, evolve requirements if you've seen the anime series ah because all of all of those are present well almost all of them if you like if you're one of those rare people who like season 4 you're not going to get much out of this one <laughs> but season 4 was a bit weird
0: was it yeah how was it weird
1: season 4 was the one where they turned into digimon oh why did they do that well that was just the way that's that just how that whole thing was
0: set up this is all part yeah, of the same world yeah, though, or not <laughs> no okay now so. the
1: only two the only two worlds that i think are continuous are the first series and the second series oh really okay
0: so what is, uh, does the game is, tie in what tie into one of them no not part of the same world i mean hmm
1: yeah yeah, it's completely separate. However, the visual style does take after. Um, so the cyberspace depicted in um, Cyber Sleuth kind of takes after the visual design scene in one of the Digimon movies.
0: That's about Not it. one of the series, one of the movies. OK, yeah, one of the movies. Hmm.
1: That's it. It's just a, it's a flare of the uh, the animation director uh, because he incorporated basically the same thing in an independent film that he did a few years later
0: okay the, yeah, unrelated to Digimon at that point
1: yeah so ba- yeah, basically that's funny. yeah <laughs> so the um, the the Digimon the second at least in Japan Digimon movie our war game is very similar to the 2000 and I can't remember what year it came out in but it's a film called Summer Wars which was done by the same guy okay and it has, it has a very familiar animation style and a very familiar plot. Yeah. That's weird. Make of that
0: what you will.
2: Yeah, okay. It's a good film, but yeah, the plot is the same.
0: But, <laughs> why definitely. would you want it? Yeah. Are, are you saying... Okay, now the Pokemon movie plots are utter trash in general. Are the Digimon movie plots better?
1: Um, variable quality. I've only seen the first seven movies. Okay. And I don't know. It, I I why feel would hard. you watch?
0: Okay. So what I'm trying to understand is if this Digimon movie has a plot on par with a Pokemon movie and somebody released an independent film with the same plot, but without the Digimon license, without that license there, why are you watching that movie? Okay. <laughs> i I actually
1: think it's probably better than the Pokemon one, but
0: oh okay,
1: yeah let's yeah. be fair. the independent film does add some other stuff as well, but oh, yeah theres there are some we we i think we we might be exaggerating the extent of the similarities, but it it is a bit of a running
0: joke at this point okay well that's that's a thing, i guess. Uh, all right, so so Digimon... Oh, right, Alex, you played through it like a normal person. Um, did yep. you feel satisfied with your party? Did you did you have fun with the game? Because I didn't read your yeah, review yet. With... All right.
2: yeah. yeah, I had fun with the game. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And, I mean, I was still doing all the Digimon growth stuff, just not as focused on getting the points or whatever... As it could i guess. what is that digital looks powerful that etc so i was quite happy with my team at the end i mean i got most of it was at the sort of highest level that they could get to so they get as in sort of D- digivolutions they were not at their level cap but hmm.
1: yeah i have i have i have two level 99s at the moment uh no sorry three like 99s at the moment uh, across yeah. my whole team um, but again, I'm still on chapter 17 and there's still stuff that I'm working on. Yeah. I think my
2: highest was down to level 17 by the end. <laughs> uh,
1: cause there are a couple of, there are a couple of Digimon that, uh, that are very orientated towards, um, like min, min maxing or at the very least require some fairly extensive min maxing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are, there are a couple of, there are a couple of Digimon with very either unusual requirements or very high requirements.
0: Alice, did you did you evolve your blade and soul character? Did I what? Did you evolve your blade and soul character? Uh, no, well, no, I created a new one. Oh, new, what? Uh, Why there new was one?
1: a yeah, there was a new class. Or one of the classes that was in the other region uh, versions was released on uh, Tuesday. Oh, what I think? class was that? Uh, so that's the Warlock. The Warlock, okay. Which is similar to the Force Master. It's kind of ranged, like, kind of spellcasting, DPS, a kind of thing. Nice. Pretty enjoyable, though. Uh, they currently have a leveling challenge on, which was any character uh, any character under level 10 on when the patch went in life, uh, if they get to level 45, which is the current max, before think it's march 28th or something uh gets rewards so whatever i figured i'd give it a try did
0: you do it no i'm still working on it i'm still working on it okay
1: so i am at level 34 already though so not too bad Hmm.
0: what sort of rewards do you get in a game like blade and soul just some Uh, cosmetic crap i think
1: I think it's a costume plus weapon upgrade materials, like right. end game
0: stuff. So, is Blade and Soul actually appealing to you at this point, or are you just playing it because, like, eh, it's a challenge and it's good enough?
1: Um, well, I mean, it's it's doing enough to keep me logging into it. Okay. Yeah, can't really say any more than that, really. I guess not. <laughs> All right. So, what else have you been playing else? Uh, I mean, given how long I've been away from the cast, I've got quite the list. Been playing all the um, things. Uh, so yeah, there was there was Digimon was played in soul Um, you remember I mentioned? I think I mentioned on the cast quite a long time ago that um, I think I thought that the developers of Call of Duty should try just selling the multiplayer mode. Yeah. And then they actually went they and did, did that. that. Yeah. That was weird. It is. So, I, I so I thought I'd put my money where my mouth is and you know dive into that
0: okay is it Um, anything worth anything I don't know do you like twitch shooters well uh, sorry I I mean it call of duty just feels like um counter strike doesn't it in multiplayer it's
1: well yes and no it's it has similarities to it but I've often felt that that series has kind of gone a little bit more I don't know fast paced I guess okay the movement to me seems a little bit faster. The the um, strength of the weapons generally means that the second you sort of run into someone, you you know you kind of die in Counter Strike. It doesn't seem quite so quick.
0: Okay, I know it's it's weird. Uh, and this is coming when I play Counter Strike, when I run in Counter Strike, when I play, as soon as I run into someone, I die. So I'm I'm pretty used to that already. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so. it must be but a matter I, of I, skill. Let's say
1: I was... <laughs> I still found it, I still found it pretty fun to play, generally because I don't have to uh, foot down you know forty pounds for
0: a terrible campaign that I'll never play that's that's See, nice w- going back to modern warfare, the first one, I was under the impression that the campaigns were kind of like the main hook and just how awesome and well scripted and stuff they were supposed to be Are th- were they i I don't know i you, i didn't I didn't do them so what am I talking about? I so the the new one is the dude from Law and Order SVU, right? Is it? you didn't get it. So right, you got the multiplayer. I don't know. Yeah, um, I yeah. I'm not playing the single The player. most recent single player campaign's kinda weird. I'm not gonna spoil it here, but the story's crazy. Um I did oh, have did you sp- actually play it? No. I uh I heard it talked about on Giant Bomb's Game of the Year discussions. And then oh, right. I uh watch some youtube videos explaining the plot because it's one of those stories where you need somebody to go afterwards and show you so you remember this you remember this this is what that meant this is what that meant this is what's going on here and so it's one of those crazy sorts of plots in a call of duty game which seems out of place where you'd think it'd just be like oh let's go blow up the bad guys but no it's a little different <laughs> hmm, but whatever okay, fair enough. whatever <laughs> are you enjoying the multiplayer
1: um, yeah, for the most part. Uh, it, it's something just, that I can... Yeah, It's it's something I can just fire up and play for a couple of matches. It doesn't take very long. It doesn't outstay its welcome. You know, it's it could be a hell of a lot worse.
0: <laughs> okay. That's generally my take on it. <laughs> Call of Duty could be a lot worse. That's going on the box, man. <laughs> well, well like considering it. the amount of money, Like, if I had spent, like,
1: 40 quid on it, I'd be pissed, sort
0: All right. of
1: thing. But since I didn't, you know, is that what new I, games I cost say, there?
0: Forty quids.
1: Yeah. Okay. Forty pounds. Suppose what? Sixty dollars, yeah,
0: at least. Have, yeah, we have the sixty-dollar thing here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Forty pounds is thirty. Well, hell, I mean, Call of Duty generally attracts the Call of Duty tax as well, which brings usually yeah. brings it up to like fifty or something.
2: Yeah. Oh, new really? games now are usually about fifty. Yeah. At least the high, at least the high-profile ones.
0: Yeah. I'm yep. sorry. You guys get screwed. Yeah, we do. Not as bad as Australia, though.
1: No, not as bad as Australia. Nobody gets screwed as bad as them.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Do you play anything else, Alice? I know uh, you did. I know you Anno, did. A bit of
1: Anno 2205. Ooh. Which is what I'm playing right so, now.
0: So someone pointed out that, that every number in those series games adds up to nine so 2205 2 plus 2 plus 5 is 9. Yeah. And 20, yeah, that is 2070 is 2 plus 7 is 9.
1: That's weird. Yep. Yeah, mm, whatever it was. 140 uh, whatever it is. 1404 it will be. Yeah. 1 plus 4 plus 4 9. <laughs> yeah, um they've they released um their their um DLC for it. Um so it's just basically a couple of new maps but um one of the maps is basically a new cuz you know how the, the the game is based around dif- different uh sort of regional zones sort of thing.
0: No, but you you're oh. telling me that now so I believe you. Oh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> in, <laughs> in the main game
1: in the main game there's the temper area, the arctic area and then you go and build stuff on the moon, okay. which have their own production chains. So do you have one so on city so on
0: that spans these areas or do you have to build different cities or something?
1: You, Build multi, You build multiple cities. Oh, okay. Um, but the one of the maps they released is a is a uh, is based in the tundra region, so it kind of merges aspects of the uh, the the Arctic area along with the temperate one and has its own additional um, uh, production chains and stuff like that. Like
0: natural gas. Mm, I've mm. got lots of that.
1: Wait. Uh, what? what else have I been playing? Um, uh, did I make, uh, had I finished XCOM Two by the time I when no. we spoke last?
0: No. Oh, okay. I finished XCOM Two. Good for you. I finished XCOM Two.
1: Um, and unlike unlike crazy people who went and jumped onto the hardest difficulty setting right off the bat, I decided to try and learn the new systems on an easy run through and then restart on harder, so I could use those use that knowledge
2: mm-hmm.
1: effectively. Uh, and I think it's working so far. So given my current, given how well my current second playthrough is going. I know. What about you, Chris? What did you finish it on?
0: Uh, On fricking baby mode. um, I I was on easy with mods, so I doubled the length of the Avatar project. I doubled how much time you get back on the Avatar project. I doubled the amount of supplies you get and I gave everybody a 25% experience boost. I remember. Um, and then the most important mod that I said you should probably get, which is the like double everybody's move speed in combat because it makes the animation take less time, which is real nice. Because otherwise, oh, yeah, everyone is so slow. And that doesn't impact your gameplay. So, yeah. I, uh, yeah. So, yeah, like um, I said, Baby Baby Goo Goo XCOM. I enjoyed it, liked the story wrap up, cool tease for the next game. Yes, yes,
1: that that was a good stinger. Mm-hmm. I I know where they're going with it. I mean, I think anyone who's familiar <laughs> with the
0: series knows Just where they're go going with it. Look at the look at the previous games, you can figure it out. <laughs> figure it out, yeah. But it's kind of like that
1: game was. That game wasn't very good, though. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, well. Well, it, this one'll be different. Can, a lot of people kind of consider it a basically like a reskin of the original nineteen ninety three game with not very many innovations, uh, and the aliens weren't very fun. Okay, uh, but you know the, they, they've the the X the, the XCOM team the new XCOM team has kind of knocked it out of the park twice, you know with well three times actually. Give uh, them the benefit uh, of the enemy, doubt and well, Enemy Unknown, Enemy Within, and then XCOM 2, they've all been good, so, you know. Mm -hmm. I am kind to believe that the same dev team might be able to make that that concept not suck. (laughs) Fair enough. Hey, maybe they'll bring back some of the other Enemy Within stuff. I'm sure people are missing mechatroopers already.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Um, Oh, and I also tried out Black Desert online, but I haven't really done anything with it yet.
0: (laughs) Right, we talked about that in the past, yeah. Did we? Yeah, a little bit. We we realized that it is a Korean port by a European company. Yes,
1: Dorm, I believe they're called. I think they're German.
0: All right. All right, Alex, I give up. Tell us about how awesome Bravely Second is.
2: Yeah, it's pretty
1: awesome. (laughs) Uh, you wanting Bravely Second, Chris? Yes. Yeah.
2: I mean, as I think I said, my demo impression on the site, it's basically a lot more Bravely Default.
1: (laughs) So if, if you liked that game, you'll like the swan sort of thing?
2: Yeah, pretty much. And yeah I mean the there were some people who didn't like it and I suspect that what is new is not going to change their minds Although I think some people weren't too hot on the area designs and things like that I mean this is much the same style of area design I mean you've got there's not so much in the way of puzzles you are basically going through a route with lots of just nooks and crannies to get treasure from but as far as I'm not too fussed about that and the combat system more than makes up for issues like that you've got all the all the bells and whistles from the previous game in here and a couple minor new ones so you've got one where which I think is designed to help craft um, grinding where if you win, win a battle in the first turn you basically get another one immediately afterwards that gives a bonus XP and stuff to it if you win that one, so. Mm. But yeah, lots of fun so far. I'm currently only in the first chapter, so. I just. Still much to get through.
0: I just can't. I can't handle. How much I hate you. <laughs> no, we deserve per- no. one.
2: We deserve one every now and then. He's
1: got a point.
0: No, it's not you fair. Can play five.
2: Huh? Well, you can play Fire Emblem now. You can't. I... nope.
0: Oh. That's no, not on Europe, but, yeah. But it, but yeah, it doesn't count because it, I can't I can't do skin ships. <laughs> are we Are we really going with this? No, we're not going with. That. I really like Fire Emblem, so I've been playing that, and it's really good. <laughs>
1: And well, it doesn't still. matter anyway. I have the Japanese version. I should probably finish it, Oh, though. see,
0: now you just suck, period, then, Mr. Oh, Ms. I, Whatever you are. I'm going to play everything in Japanese the day it comes out because I can read the kana and you can't. Hey, you know what I didn't buy? What did you not buy?
1: There is actually a Gundam game that came out this week, and I didn't buy it. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on. There is a new Gundam game, and you didn't buy it. Yes, although there are reasons for that. They better be good reasons. Okay. Because Alice, Alice, you need to understand. There are two things I expect from you. One, the delivery of missiles, which you failed us this week on, by the way. And two, as much Gundam as you can pack into your life. So Uh, giant robots. Remember, Super
1: Robot Wars is not necessarily Gundam.
0: I don't care. What is? What is your excuse?
1: Uh, okay, so Gundam Breaker Three is both a Vita and a PS4 game, not a PS3 game. They've actually jumped to PS4. Um, now, I am not uh, any—I'm sh- not a stranger to importing PS Vita games. The difficulty is um, this one is not necessarily in the realms of like affordability, uh, given that it's got a release price of like forty-five pounds. Uh, there is import uh like delivery costs to consider um buying it digitally is kind of out of the question at the moment because the uh the amount of extra money required to buy the psn cards for it is just prohibitive right now um and the other thing is i kind of want the ps4 version i mean yeah i have a vita and yeah i enjoy using it but this is the kind of game that i really want to play on a, on a console. And I'm not buying one at the moment. I'm waiting until I go to Japan later this year and
0: I'll pick one up then. You haven't broken down and gotten the Gundam Breaker. Um No, I realize there's no transition out of that, so that sucks. Um I need to I need to step up my game. Alex, you stepped up your game this week and Man, this is terrible. And and jumped into Project Cars, right?
2: <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good job. I don't even know how to
2: start from that Oh,
0: just tell me about Project Cars, damn it! Have you been playing that before, or is this new for you?
2: Yeah, no, I've been playing it before I just got in the mood to muck around on it After just following some of the F1 practicing
0: Have they been adding new stuff to Project Cars? Or did they give up and they're working on their uh, sequel No, I now? think they keep occasionally adding new
2: car packs cause I think they recently, actually I think today They released uh, some US cars uh, I think they've got a few more stock cars, and I think they put the new indie car in. But I I did discover something entertaining when playing that, in that you cannot put 36 cars on the track, on the Monaco track. Oh, okay. It really doesn't work.
0: Okay. But it lets you do that, doesn't it?
2: It, it, it lets you do that, and then you have a massive traffic jam, especially if you try and do a rolling start.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, that actually sounds legitimately hilarious, though. Yeah.
0: Is the Monaco track the one from Iron Man Two? You don't. Yes,
1: I I think I think it is actually.
0: Okay. This is this is as close as this is what I know about Monaco. It's like what's in my superhero movies.
2: Yeah, it's the properly ridiculously small
1: street circuit. Yeah. Yeah, it's the narrow street circuit. Okay.
2: Cool. Yeah, try, trying to get thirty-six cars around that last
1: bit at the same time
2: doesn't doesn't work too well.
1: Well, they're The the, the, uh, the F1 guys are mad enough trying to get twenty around it sometimes. Yeah, that's true.
2: Well, strangely enough, the hairpin wasn't too bad, and I tried it. It's usually the
1: everything else.
2: The first, the first corner or the last corner.
1: Hmm.
0: I like how you both are talking about it as though you've driven it in real life. Oh, okay. No, I've only ever <laughs> driven it in video games. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: what are you expecting?
0: Nah, no, I'm. I shouldn't be, but it sounds cool, when you you sound like, oh yeah, that, that second yeah, last no. turn, man, it's a, what a killer.
2: No, we're we're frequent visitors to Monaco. Okay? Yeah.
0: All I know is you need to pop your wheel over into the uh, the little gutter by the side of the road, and that'll help you take the turn. Um, and get around the guys, and then Tack um, wins the race. And wait, this is initial D. All right. So, what else you play, Alex?
2: Um, apart from that, I've just been mucking around NHL 16, which is my current sports game until next week.
0: What happens next week? They get the cross game. Oh, right, right. <laughs> we'll get to that into the into the oh, next, yeah. yeah into the <laughs> list later. All right. Yeah. Really? I've, I've a, la- been, a lacrosse game? Okay. Yeah.
2: Right. No, I've just been generally playing the online hockey league thing, so just having fun with that.
0: Yeah. Then we talked about that in the past. Well, all right. I think right. we're... I think... Oh, right. I, I have games that I played. Um. So I have the joyous news to report that my Final Fantasy XI adventures have hit another milestone. I have a complete set of refor- reforged artifact equipment plus one for my Red Mage. Damn. I don't think even I have that. Yeah. Um, I only have the the body for my black mage, and I don't think I'm going to bother. It takes a lot of time to do that stuff. And no kidding. Then there's a lot of time spent to do the relic equipment reforges and the empyrean equipment reforges. I don't know if I want to do all that. So I'm still trying to figure out what my actual goal no, is in I, that game. I
1: really don't don't blame you.
0: It's Yeah, it's a lot of time, and unless you're going to get... Into the end game stuff, it's a lot of time for very little reason. So other than yeah. to say, hey, I can still wear the stuff that looks really cool for my character. Uh, Eleven. So Eleven is a really good game, obviously. Still going back to it after all these years. But um, even though they've made a lot of this game very easy and approachable and soloable now, there's still v- huge areas where you could just spend forever just working on leveling your character up and grinding out new stuff and making progress. Uh, And you can always, one of the things they fixed, one of my original problems with Eleven is I felt like I could spend a lot of time and make no progress. Well, now I feel like I can spend a lot of time and make a lot of progress, but that there's always something else to do and it will be endless. And what the heck am I doing? This is not a good use of my time. Um, So currently swimming around in my head to give you an idea of how Insidious the Final Fantasy XI diseases is I want to raise a Beastmaster up to ninety nine so that I can get merit points more easily so that I can use that to farm um, the artifact equipment chapters more easily and I, I don't need to do this this is not important I'm not doing endgame stuff and yet that's what I want to do um, I need I should get... I need I should get Dancer up as a sub job just because I hear it's a cool sub job um, I should um, go and upgrade i should start doing one of these relic or Imperian weapon chains so that i can start no no, no i know you do not I, want to do that i know not <laughs> but i need a bet i need an end game weapon alice you don't understand <laughs> i th- those take so m- <laughs> i'm complaining about the time it would take to upgrade my artifact equipment and stuff and those are like another level of time sink and craziness so I don't know what I'm...
1: Well, and This, this is yeah. coming from... I know that for a fact that the at least the Relic weapon is a lot easier to get now just because Dynamis is soloable. Right. And it's like, even with that in mind,
0: it's so much easier than it used
1: to be, and I still don't think you should do it.
0: Yeah, and, and you're probably right. It's just that it's, it's, it's a soloable thing. Whereas getting some of the other, the handful of other end game weapons require coordination and parties and stuff and link shells that I'm not part of and stuff like that. But at the same time, like if I'm not part of that stuff, what do I need an end game weapon for? And the answer is I don't. (laughs) So one of the things I've been doing is, uh, with the, with the, uh, with the link shell I am in on, on the sylph server, um, what the heck's the name of the link shell? Uh, uh, whatever. infamous infamous In- thank you yes so as part of that infamous link shows we occasionally will do some of that um uh entry level end game content the stuff that you can do with just a few people and it's real fun um unfortunately i noticed that my characters my black mage is doing a lot better than it used to be um it's a, that's a job that you can start to get to be useful end game quicker than some of the other jobs that and geomancer i think but That said, like my Red Mage would take a ton of time investment to actually be able to contribute to those groups, Um, and my Black Mage, to really get to the same level that some of the other people in those groups are, um, would take more time investment and it's like getting them ready to do end game content like real end game content just to be able to casually do beginning end game content with with a few people it's like is that really worth my time i don't they they aren't demanding that i do this they don't need to do this i just feel like i'm inadequately contributing so figuring all that out that's what's occupying my mind space of final fantasy 11 right now and i would like to point out that i went back to 11 for one reason alice just to finish the stories just to finish yeah. the stories. How much of that have I done? Like, none. Like, <laughs> I finished Chains of Promethea and then I stopped doing the rest because no, I got distracted no, with need, the pursuit of levels need, and equipment.
1: <laughs> you need to go back and do that because you probably can very, very easily. Because the stories themselves aren't end game content.
0: I can destroy all the stories in the game if I wanted to. I just haven't put the time into it because I'd rather watch the numbers go up on my equipment. Because I've got a disease. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you really...
1: I mean, doing the story was one of the things that I prioritized. I I mean, I
0: think I'm actually to the point where I only have two left to do? Well, here's the dumb maybe? part. Here's the dumb part. Like, as you finish the story missions, you get boost to your conquest conquest point grinding, which is one of the important things for you to do to level up your job to be relevant to end game content. Like, they've got this whole Pulse level 99 leveling system in there called Job Points, for people who don't know. And it's you have to get a lot of experience points, and it's a different experience point type than the normal experience points in the game. And it's, it's basically like they gave you a reason to party up with people and grind XP again at the end game. Um, and you need to get like, a, um, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of these these different exp experience points to make your job really start to be able to hit and do lots of damage to the end game enemies. And so you need to get those points as fast as you can. And they gave a bunch of boosts in the game to help you get those points sooner. And it involves finishing the... the it's basically all tied to tied to story game and other game content that you should have done already. If you're ready for like just the end game stuff that's left. So that's where I should be putting my time in. If I actually care about leveling my characters and yet instead I'm worrying about leveling my character. I bought yeah. far cry go, primal Chris, this week.
1: <laughs> go, go and do the stories, Chris. Just go I should, and do the stories. I should.
0: Yep. I should. I bought far cry primal this week. Um, and I've been enjoying escaping eleven and playing Far Cry Primal instead. <laughs> now that I got all my Have armor. you
2: noticed how similar the map is to four? Uh,
0: no, because I didn't play four, but yes, okay. I, I looked at that story, and it's obvious <laughs> that they used the same map as a starting point, and then changed all the foliage and stuff. I don't give a crap. Even if I did play for, as long as I didn't feel like it was the same map while playing, I could give a crap how they go about yeah. getting their map for the game. However, I think it's funny when you overlay them over and like, yeah, oh, I, I see what you did there. That's kind of cool. I know there are a lot of people who are just it? pissed, and I don't know why. It's like, goodness, it did
1: take them a week for anyone to notice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't
1: it wasn't one hundred percent obvious, but uh, some eagle eyed people put it together. I think I saw it on NeoGaf actually.
0: Yeah, I it's like okay, that people are upset about that. I don't care about any of that. So this is my first Far Cry game. Um just like Just Cause 3 was my first Just Cause game. So I'm benefiting from going into these things fresh and seeing these heavily refined systems and like I get to I get to avoid all the junk of the previous series and people are like, "Oh, this feels like the same thing." For me, it feels new because it's my first time. So, um really loving that game and totally going down the beastmaster path. I've got I've got dogs and wolves and and cats and I have a bear I have a bear I have a bear I can't ride the bear yet but I do have a bear and a saber tooth tiger and I send them to kill people and they do it really well um that game's really fun and I just wander around the wilderness, finding um, more people to recruit to my village, collecting supplies because you know I like collecting supplies. Why not? Let's uh, let's oh, let's harvest that tree. Let's harvest that tree. Let's harvest that tree. It feels like one of those survivalist games, like um, Ark or something like that. But um, I know it's much more basic than than those. What? Uh, uh, let's see. The, the important part is you get saber-toothed cats, and you can pet the saber-toothed cats. Um, I actually got a badger as a pet, too. Um, oh. I reached down to pet the badger, and he bit my arm, a little jerk, and I had to toss him off me. So um, the badger's just a jerk, and I don't know that he's very useful, but it, it's essentially, I think they're going for the honey badger joke, and and they're hitting it pretty well there. Um, he terrifies all the wildlife. <laughs> they all run away from him so it's kind of funny um yeah so far cry primal is run around stab dudes with a spear get materials to upgrade your spear and then tame and ride saber cats and that's pretty cool and it looks nice and it's playing pretty well and i don't know if i'll finish it because eventually you know you're kind of doing the same cycle but I'm enjoying maxing out all my Beastmaster related stuff. And I, and I think I'll, um, basically go through all those trees related to, to taming and riding animals and stuff like that. Um, have some fun with that and then maybe just call it good. Um, but I am, I am liking that. So far cry primal I'm definitely gonna put more time into that. I don't know if anyone had questions about that, but I, uh, yeah, that's what I've been. That's my new thing for the week. I know it's not RPG technically. Um, so sorry about that but uh you do get experience points (laughs) if that counts uh are we done time for headlines we might be done all right so i've uh you know we started a little late on the recording and um because of that, uh, I've got an abridged version of our news this week. Just kind of the important stuff. And uh, so we'll keep the, the show a little bit briefer this time. Um, so let's see what we got here. First off, we've got a Kickstarter check. So this is a game called Mediocre Monster. Let me tell you, it's always good to have mediocre in your game's title, don't you think? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried about that for them. Uh, Mediocre Monster is a Kickstarter. It's at uh, eighteen days to go. They're at twenty-two thousand out of fifty thousand. Uh, let's see. Their summary line is: "Acting hurt, dropping loot, giving XP to heroes—all in a day's work." Experience the daily adventures of a random encounter monster. So here you play as the monster, apparently. um So that's a cool. I consult. recommend
2: watching the video because it's in song form.
0: It's in song form. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> So, let's see. Gob's home is the grind, which had a booming mo- random monster industry, but is fallen on hard times as its workers move to enjoy opportunities in mobile and FPD. What's FPD? Um,
1: uh, first person
2: dungeon? No, that's me being a typo in FPS.
0: Oh, oh FPS okay. areas. Okay. Um, things are not helped as its mayor, Chief Pocajello. Uh, became addicted to -to free-to-play games and used village funds to buy virtual gems. (laughs) Gob and the bestiary need to help provide the industry with a resurgence to save the village from becoming a casual (laughs) city-building simulator. (laughs) Okay, I really enjoy that summary paragraph that Alex wrote there. All right, so that looks cool. Um, If that's got you interested, go check out the Kickstarter. Look for Mediocre Monster, The Life of an RPG Monster. I'm probably going to fund this just because all right entry level funding is one dollar where they say they uh say thank you you foo, you threw one gold in the fountain make a wish rally ho for 10 bucks oh that's all gone you got a free copy uh, you got a copy of the game now 15 bucks you get a copy of the game is where you is where you would join in to get a copy all right so let's see uh and then at the very top end for 1500 dollars, and this is still available Create a hero party consisting of three heroes. You will also have input on skills, costumes, and animations of the heroes and the name of the game the party belongs to. So um, you fight parties of monsters in this game, apparently. So that's cool. Uh, let's see. Well, you fight parties of heroes. Parties of heroes. Excuse me. Thank you. Yes, you are the monster. Because yeah, you are the monster. Okay. Um and let's see, uh, in addition to making that party, you get all physical and digital rewards, 10 copies of the game, free copies of future games from the company, which is cool, and you get credit as a producer. So go check that out if you are sound intrigued by that at all. I certainly am, and I'll be looking at it later. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got um, Escartis uh, from Swedish developer no- no- Nodbrim Interactive. Uh, it's a medieval steampunk tactical RPG, which, uh, those sound like words I like going together. Um, so it's like, is that like a medieval um, uh, front mission? Is that is that the idea uh, there? <laughs> robots with shields and axes. Wait, wait, robots. Alice, are you playing this? Are you going to play this? Uh, wait. It's, it's a wait. tactical uh. RPG with robots. And giant oh. shields. It seems like something you should be into. But they're steampunk robots, so Oh. oh okay. Is that no, make it okay? Kill my interest. No interest because no gundanium?
1: Yeah. Uh no, nah, I've just never been a particularly big fan of steampunk. Oh, okay. Well I'm one of those he- I'm one of those heathens who just doesn't like that. Don't like steampunk? Okay, that's fair.
0: So Final okay. Fantasy Six is not your thing?
1: No, I like Final Fantasy Six. Well that's steampunk. Yes, I know, Chris. Okay. So that means as you said, like I, steampunk. I, I, <laughs> this
0: this is parents. when Alice hangs up and leaves the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Except as, 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 uh, yeah, as,
1: uh, never mind. As Alex <laughs> says, you know, exceptions, exceptions. All right. Players can grab I mean, these it's Arguably final fantasy nine has some similar elements. But
0: yeah. But nine kind of as elements of everything. So yeah. Nine does other things. Yeah. Players can grab the early access version of Ascartus on PC now for $25, 18 um, pounds, or 21 euros. And And now the discount's ended. So that's Ascartus. Go check that out if you're into steampunk tactical RPGs. (laughs) Because there are so many out there. (laughs) Uh, Barony Cursed Edition is out now. Uh, it's an updated version of Barony, which is a 3D roguelike RPG from developer Turning Wheel. Um, it's uh, So in the Cursed Edition, they're adding an overhaul of the artwork, improved AI uh, for the enemies and their war bands. They're adding war rare bosses, the ability to summon monsters, integrated Steam lobbies, various bug fixes and tweaks, and more! It's 7 bucks or a 4-pack for $25. Uh, we got a trailer up you can go check out ease eight revealed um the titular dana because ease eight's title is lacrimosa of dana so she's a mysterious girl of uncertain age and origin who only appears to Adol all in his dreams she dual wields enormous crescent moon shaped swords so we got some pictures up you can check that out um and kind of see the game looks pretty on vita um actually looks really pretty. So, that's looking like it might be a a nice looking game. I don't know if it'll play oh, yeah. well.
2: Oh yeah, the last one looks really pretty in Vita as
0: well. Oh yeah, 7 or um no, 4. I think four? the remake 4. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Right, cuz the last one wouldn't be 7. The last one for Ease would be whatever the most recent remake would be. Ah, all right. Yep. So, okay. <laughs> what Ease game should I play, Alex?
2: Um, that's it. Four is the only one I've played, so let's go with that one.
0: Okay, four. All right, got it. That makes it real easy for me then. All right. So we got a game called Salt and Sanctuary that put up a post on the PlayStation blog this week. Um, they got some details about it. It's uh, it's going to have multiplayer, and I don't remember what Salt and Sanctuary is. Oh, right, here we go. It's a 2D action RPG influenced by the likes of Castlevania and Dark Souls. And so they're adding multiplayer. And the way that the multiplayer is going to work is, let's see, you will come across statues that, when placed on a sanctuary's altar, will add a specific NPC to the sanctuary. One of these statues is of a sword, which prompts a second controller to be added and allows the second player to choose a recruitable character from from a list. Uh, So you're playing, I guess it's local co-op um so when you're in co-op enemy health and damage will be increased and also there'll be a new item available called the egg of wrath and details 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 but uh, there's a trailer of the multiplayer in, in action and you can check it out and see if you're into that well,
2: the interesting thing is you use the egg of wrath you can change it into pvp
0: oh yeah i guess that is relevant to point out all right yeah <laughs> even during ru- <laughs> wow so the cell sword can kind of turn on you and start attacking you during a boss fight because yeah. that sounds fun.
2: <laughs> they can be a jerk, but you're in the same room, so vetribution can be swift.
0: That's right. You can just punch them. Good point. Uh, if you've been playing Grim Dawn and Early Access for what seems like forever now, um, it is now out. Uh, it is uh, out now for $25, 20 pounds, and 25 euros. And it is a third-person loose base action RPG. That means it's a Diablo game, right? essentially? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Uh, The game is set in apocalyptic fantasy world and you get five classes. I haven't played this. I'm going to put it on the list of hey, there's lots of Diablo games out nowadays. I should play this. So maybe I'll actually get to it at some point. Uh, Let's see. There's the link and where's the wish Oh, it's on my wish list already. Good. So I'm already tracking that. All right. Dark Souls 3 is getting a season pass. So they are definitely doing DLC for Dark Souls 3. Uh, and it is uh, going to have a season pass. And that's the extent of the announcement. <laughs> uh, it's going to come with the digital deluxe edition. Or you can buy it separate, of course. And we don't know how much it's going to be.
2: I um, bet. We, might, we might do now. But I think oh. it was something like $80. For
0: the season pass? No, for the... Deluxe edition. Edition, yeah. Okay. So then the season pass is probably 30 bucks which would be That's standard. Yeah. All right. Forget all this folks. There was a Nintendo direct. All right. As <laughs> I wait for a reaction, and none comes. <laughs> all right, the, the... Well, I, 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 did, I,
1: wasn't even aware there was one.
0: Really? They announced no, like all like... the things and I don't know if Europe got a different one this time, but, uh, Oh, uh, uh, we always do. Okay,
2: so you'll we have, th- we, have sh- we have Shibata, but
0: most of the stuff is the same. <laughs> All right. So here, here's here's what was announced. First off, um, they gave us the English name for the Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem thing. Uh, it's going to be called um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Pound Fire Emblem, or Hash Fire Emblem. I don't know, whatever. Um, it's going to be available in both regions on June twenty fourth both regions being North America and Europe. Uh, no English dub. It is Japanese voice acting with English subtitles. And Nintendo made this sound like a feature, which I thought was hilarious. It's like, we're not going to spend extra money localizing the voice acting um, because it's to your benefit, because of the the, the, the sound, because the, of the music in the Japanese version being licensed and really good. So um, it's like, okay, you could have, you know, Done a dub of the non-music tracks and just let the music tracks be in Japanese, but you know, whatever Nintendo. So, um, I'm. It wasn't clear to me if Nintendo's localizing this or Atlas is localizing it, but uh, whatever. Uh, I think probably a mixture of both
2: somehow. Hmm.
0: Maybe. Uh, There's a new. yeah, Yeah, I didn't
2: notice initially, but it the name is SMT backwards.
0: Oh, it is. Oh wow, that's really cool. Tokyo Mirage Sessions. They must have spent forever coming up with three words that would fit in that.
2: All right. No, I think they spent five minutes at so that would do.
0: Well, I don't know how Tokyo Mirage Sessions even makes sense. But then again, I didn't know how <laughs> Genei Ibunroku Roku made sense. So maybe Alice knows what Gene Ibunroku Roku means.
1: Uh, I'd have to see the kanji. Oh. And right. even then, I'd probably just run it through Google Translate. All right. And then account for Google Translate's,
0: you know. (laughs) Can anyone really account for Google Translate? (laughs) No one's prepared for Google Translate. The company, the company, Nintendo announced a new Paper Mario as well. Paper Mario Color Splash. It's going to be coming to Wii U. It's not portable this time. It is a console game. Uh, The theme is colors and paint takes place on Prism Island, which is having its color drained so you're going to be able to splash paint on areas that have lost their color and there will be cards that can be painted and flicked from the wii u gamepad to use in battle and alex did we get a good sense for whether this is an rpg or not no
2: idea whatsoever
0: yeah i don't think so yeah and so i don't know um yeah,
2: Paper Mario. So the assumption was just yes, and we'll figure it out later.
0: See the last, so I mean, the most recent game, of course, was Paper Mario Cross Super Mario or whatever that was called. With the uh... oh, yeah, Super Mario was yeah, uh, with Super yeah. Mario RPG. Yeah, That's no, oh. the Brothers, the Bros, the Bros series. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> goodness gracious, Paper Mario, Mario and Luigi, Mario and Luigi. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and whatever that game was called, which I can't remember the name of the game. Mario and Luigi. Paper Jam. Paper Jam, Paper Jam, Paper Jam, Paper Jam. It was the most recent game. But before that, there was a Paper Mario game called Sticker Star, right? And people didn't like that as much. And I'm concerned that this is going to be along that line of a game. So how are they putting out so many of these Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi type games like, do they just have two teams that alternate each year, sticking out one of these now, or is it just the same team and they're just really good at pooping these out? I don't know. Ah, whatever. Uh, they Nintendo talked about Twilight Princess being out now for uh, for you know the remake, the HD remake, um, and then they talked about the Hyrule Warriors Legends. That's the 3DS port of Hyrule Warriors from the Wii U. Um, it's coming out in Europe on March 24th, and North America on March 25th, and there's going to be a season pass that gives you four DLC packs and a bonus Ganondorf costume. A new character was announced, Med- Medli from The Wood Waker, um, who's going to be available for both the original Wii U game and the 3DS version. When you buy the 3DS version, there's going to be a code in there that you can put into your Wii U game, apparently, and that will unlock stuff. Um like a, a lot of the enhancements for the 3DS game you'll be able to play on your Wii U version. Um, which is kind of weird because like, once you've got the 3DS game in your hands are you really going to go back and play the Wii U one? I, I don't really understand what they're thinking people are going to do there. Like If you're going to do two versions of the game, wouldn't you want it so that people can just play the one they want and only get that one rather than making them buy both? I don't know. Uh whatever. Speaking of making you buy things multiple times, uh Nintendo announced the three DS Virtual Console is going to have SNES games. And uh yeah. Uh doesn't look like there are any discounts around. So if you've bought this on the Wii, the Wii U and um whatever else that these things have already been sold on uh via virtual consoles, you uh you can uh you can buy Earthbound again and Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past again and Super Mario World again. Because, you know, why not? Um, and they announced some more games coming as well. Um, but the, the RPGs, uh, you know, the gamer relevant games would be, of course, Earthbound and uh, Link to the Past. Um, and that's, uh, in Japan, they announced way more, as usual, <laughs> for virtual console stuff. Because, you know, whatever. Forget the U.S. Why why license this stuff? $9 for Earthbound on the on the 3ds which seems high to me but whatever i mean nine dollars for super mario world would also seem pretty darn high to me so i don't know what's going on with that is is it just me or is virtual console pricing just getting higher oh by the way this virtual console stuff's only on the new nintendo 3ds apparently they couldn't do it with the with the level of power on the regular 3ds they needed to be on the new nintendo 3ds or they're just restricting it to that to make you buy a new Nintendo 3DS. I'm not really sure which. Is it is it wrong that I just assume the worst with Nintendo nowadays? All right. Uh, two more yeah, RPGs. I think that's probably most likely. It is most likely. <laughs> some more RPGs that showed up in the directs. Uh, 3DS remake of Dragon Quest Seven: Fragments of the Forgotten Past. Uh, they showed some footage of that game, but still no release date, just saying 2016 again. And then, boom, Monster Hunter Cross is coming out here. Um, except here it's going to be called Monster Hunter Generations. And it's going to be out sometime during the summer of this year. In uh, yeah, And it's going to have bonus content to people who played Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate and have save data on their system. Which my system, being the Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate... Um, <laughs> Uh, special edition system should have so let's see it's gonna have um gear based on marth from fire emblem as well in the western release and um that's all we really know for now there's there's trailer which if you've seen the trailer for monster hunter x or cross or whatever it's called in japan um you already see that you've already seen that trailer so you don't really need to see it again just uh more monster hunter and wheels and i are very excited um in the uh in north america they also pointed out that uh the third part of Fire Emblem Fates: Revelation is coming out as DLC on March twentieth, and they showed some footage for Bravely Second End Layer, as well as point out the demos coming on March tenth, and the full game releases April fifteenth. Um, they showed off the Catmancer, and it looks amazing. Do you have a Catmancer in your party, Alex? Yeah. No, not yet. You need to go get a Catmancer because that looks amazing. I, I do. Yes. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. In Europe, this is what you got. You got uh, a release date for fire emblem fates it's, it's like the reverse so your game you're getting fire emblem fates on may 10th and um you're gonna also get a special edition cart that has all three versions of the game on it um i'm sure oh, this be- is slightly <laughs> nicely yeah it's in a steel case it comes with an art book a double-sided poster and i'm sure there'll be seven or eight of them printed it'll be great um it, just going off of how it worked in north america um Let's see. There's also going to be a new Nintendo 3 XL 3DS thing released there that's uh, Fire Emblem themed. So you can do that. And if you don't buy the special edition, Europe will get the Revelation Path on June 9th, 2016. About one month later after the release of the game, just like US is doing. Um, and then you got Yokai Watch coming out on April 29th, 2016. And the demo is out now in Europe. So there you go. That's the direct and we have the presentations linked in the story on our page if you want to just watch it for yourself and see the directy goodness. Um and of course No, I guess we covered it last time, the Pokemon Direct. So yeah, that that was that's it for the big news this week. So I'm just gonna move us right on to feedback unless there's something you guys want to bring up.
2: He paused. No, no just a random tidbit about the directs was that the North American one's, I think, dubbed over Miyamoto, while well, the European one just subtitles it. <laughs> that is really it's weird. Easy, it's just an amusing random thing. I noticed it's just not watching.
0: I don't know what's up with that. All right. Well, Europeans can handle subtitles because they're, they're aware of the fact that there are other languages in read. the world. In the U.S., <laughs> they want to deport all the foreigners, so we, we need to dub it and make it as English-friendly as possible because, you know those Americans. Man. Guys, you don't understand. People actually think they should elect Donald Trump as president in this country. It's just, it makes no sense. All right, moving on. Uh, Messages of the day. Uh, Shaman wrote in and said, last week we talked about all the crazy stuff that happens in various Pokemon games and we couldn't place where they all were. So Shaman wrote in and told us where they all were. So I'm going to go through this. So, This is the answer key for This Happens in Pokemon. So the first thing is a a giant castle raising from the ground around the main government building and it's PETA's fault. That's in Pokemon Black and White, apparently. Um, I didn't finish Black and White, but that's funny. You ride a dragon god into space to fight a meteor alien and this is Plan B, where Plan A was to send the alien to another dimension, which is Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire Delta episode. What is Delta episode?
1: It's a little bit of post-game content after you beat the Elite Four.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Can I, I should try and guess some of these. Oh, okay. Sorry. One guy tries to get rid of the ocean, the other one tries to get rid of dry land, and what happens next will shock you. Uh, that's the main plot of um, Sapphire or uh, Sapphire, Ruby. Ruby Sapphire? Yeah. Yep. Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald and remakes, and the dra- Dragon God or another legendary basically tells them both to F off. So, a guy jumps straight out of the water onto a pirate ship, lowers a gangplank, then swims off and tells a 10-year-old to deal with it. I don't know that one. That's black and white too, apparently. Okay, I've not played that one. There's a one-third chance that an 11-year-old mafia prince broke into a laboratory to steal an adorable plant creature. Uh, Diamond Pearl? Um, heart gold, soul silver. Oh. And he otherwise steals a fire hedgehog or a cute little turtle. Oh, Yeah. Good point. I don't know. Is that you? Is that your character in those? No, games? that's the right. That's the rival the character. The rival breaks in. Okay, right. Uh, you can buy useless fish for several thousand yen from a shady salesman, and this is actually an amazingly good investment.
1: That's the original ones. The original games.
0: As well as black and white, and oh, it's okay. the equivalent of five bucks. What does that mean? It, okay.
1: Yeah, so, uh, it sells you a magic Magikarp, right? Which of course evolves into Gyarados later.
0: You can buy oh, several thousand yen. It's the equivalent of five bucks. I don't know what he means by that. All right. Well, whatever. The uh, I didn't know there was an exchange rate between Pokemon yen and real world yen. That's what I don't understand. Um, the LRI. devil, the god of death, and the bringer of eternal nightmares really, 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 really like cake. I don't know. Pokemon XY in a- the Pokemon Ami game. Oh, that's just pointing out that you feed cake to literally everything, including strange legenders. Uh, the most powerful trainer in the world is a fourteen-year-old with a pet rat, and he climbed a frozen mountain for no apparent reason. He only comes down after you beat up his rat, and it's really hard.
1: I think it's a reference to red and gold, silver.
0: Yes, gold and silver through a frozen mountain is a Heart Gold, Silver edition. Um,
1: yeah, because in um,
0: in the in the
1: Game Boy version, it's it just it's a rocky mountain. They only added the snow in Heart Gold, soul, Silver.
0: Ah, uh, okay. The most powerful trainer in the Unova region is a magical cat girl space princess with a bunch of pet dragons.
1: That's going to be black and white or black and white, too because black and white two because of the Unova region.
0: Yeah. Okay. Magical cat girl space princess. Okay, I need I need a picture of this person. This is with with her dragons. There's a nine foot tall guy who wanders around. His height is the least interesting thing about him, and his best friend is a flower fairy. That I don't awesome. know that one. That's X Y that's okay. that's that's part of the main story of xy <laughs> it is it is surreal this is it really is there's an immortal guy whose best friend is a flower fairy and that's part of the plot of xy yeah oh okay yeah <laughs> it's weird all right thank you shaman all right so also writing in is silktail who, uh, let's see, Answer the question of the week, what's your favorite Pokemon? We forgot to specify that, I meant actu- that we meant actual Pokemon, so people kind of interpreted this as game or Pokemon. So uh, Silktail says, was thinking over which Pokemon was my favorite, being completely indecisive. I decided I would have to go with Pokemon Red. Thank you, Silktail. Jay Scarp says, uh, love the show. That was a heck of a prank by Chris. Thank you. While I agree that the stories in Fire Emblem Awakening and what I've played of Birthright are kind of meh, uh, I really enjoyed the story spanning Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. I feel like it was a Matsuna like light story. Lots of countries and factions within countries fighting one another. It had politics, racism, slavery, genocide, and characters who would continually stab you in the back. It wasn't Tactics Ogre good, mind you, but it was a good story to go with some good games. It's a shame that they've gotten so rare and so expensive. So this is starting to explain why I was surprised to find Anna tell me that all the um, Fire Emblem games kind of have crap stories, because... My only fire emblem experience prior to this one was Path of Radiance, which apparently has the best story out of all the ones we've gotten. So all right. Strawberry Eggs writes in and says, "I definitely agree with the Tellius games. I don't know what Tellius is. Is that like a company that made those games?
2: I think that's no, that's the location of Path oh of that's Radiance the land yeah,
0: oh, that's yeah. the continent, okay. So Starberry says, I think the Stelius games have the best stories. Even ignoring Awakening's poor plot, most of the other Fire Emblem stories are nothing to write home about. I thought Radiant Dawn's story is good, though perhaps a bit too long-winded. Path of Radiance's is, is the best in the series, at least in my opinion. All right. Starberry says, for the question of the week, favorite game is Pokemon Black and White. My favorite Pokemon is Lugia. And she links some features where she explained why they are her favorites. So you can go read that in the thread um victor said just how expensive is all this fire emblem stuff multiple games tons of dlc a byzantine system for applying dlc to game carts um i guess as long as we don't have to pay to win fire emblem games it'll be okay uh favorite pokemon games for victor the only two pokemon rpgs i've ever played the gamecube games pokemon coliseum and pokemon xd Gale of darkness all right that's cool (laughs) um both played more like standard jrpgs because they used the dual battle system throughout and items could be used in almost every battle except for certain optional challenges so the pokemon team felt more like a two-person rpg party from final fantasy mystic quest with the player choosing when to swap around playable characters that actually feels more like the most recent uh digimon game in a way um Both games had fairly forgettable stories, though. A head-scratching moment early in XD is that, after a ship full of Pokemon is captured, NPCs openly worry that the Pokemon will be okay, with no one, that I notice, expressing any fear or concern for the ship's human crew. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Favorite Pokemon game, honorable mention, Pokemon Picross. That's more for, for the Picross than the Pokemon, though favorite pokemon tough one but i'm gonna go with broloom in one of the gamecube games i was amazed by how cool this evolution was and how much it kicked moo in battle um honorable mention team rockets talking meowth from the cartoon series he has the self-discipline to level up on his own even ash comments being your own trainer is rough (laughs) it's true i think ash does say that at some point uh let's see uh, Shaman writes in again, says, Favorite Pokemon? Galvantua. The bad moo spider that evolved... What is up with moo replacing the word ass all of a sudden? Is that a thing on our forums that just came up? Oh, that I, might be. Yeah, I, yeah blame, I blame your wife. Is it? Oh, is it Anna's fault? Okay. Because everyone's just saying moo all of a sudden. I'm like, what? I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, the bad moo spider that evolves from the cutest thing in existence and can hit with thunder 90% of the time. Wait. Galv. Vantula. So what does it evolve from? Let's see. Galvantula, Cerebee. Um evolves from Oh Joltek. It's a teeny. It's Okay, I see what he means. Um let's see. Next is Budai, who says Torchic is my favorite. That's all he says. Like I like that post. Like just writing in with the Torchic love. Well that folk oh. so all about Vatican it's radicate for you okay yeah alice do you have a favorite pokemon yeah skarmory skarmory do i have a favorite pokemon i should have thought about this (laughs) why do i never remember to think about my own answers for these questions oh i'm a terrible person um i i i really like pikachu i'm just gonna admit it um but for a non-pikachu choice i'm gonna go with Shinx. um it's an electric kitty cat it's pretty awesome um Let's see. PlayStation 4. Oh, um, I should say what we're doing. It's time for new games that are coming out in the next week. So first off, PlayStation 4 new releases. Action Hank. Blast'em Bunnies. Here's one for, for Alex. Casey Powell, across 16. Yay. Yay. Gianna Sisters, Twisted Dreams. Um, the the Hitman thing. I, I, I think it's episodic now, right? So I don't know how that's working. Uh, the Last Tinker City of Colors. Tom Clancy's The Division, and Colot. Over on Wii U, they get Chasing Dead, Pac-Man 2, New Adve- The New Adventures, Steel Rivals, and The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD, which is technically already out. Um, Xbox One also gets Casey Powell across and Hitman. They get Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition which I tried to get more info on, but I couldn't figure out if this is just an update for people who already bought Ori, or if this is somehow a new release, even though it's already been out for a while. I don't know how that's working. Uh, Xbox One's also getting Tesla Grad, and Tom Clancy's The Division, and Blast'em Bunnies. On the 3DS, they also get Blast'em Bunnies. They get F-Zero in the eShop, Pilot Wings in the eShop, Super Mario World in the eShop, um, the Hand of Panda in the eShop, and Parascientific Escape Cruise in the de- in the Distant Seas. I don't know what Paras... Europe gets Earthbound. And Europe gets Earthbound. We're getting Earthbound yeah. eventually, right?
2: Yeah, I think a couple of weeks.
0: And, as well as Link to the Past. But yeah. I'm more interested in Parascientific Escape Cruise in the Distant Seas. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I'm, I'm going to read this. Let's see. Hitomo Akaneno is a 16-year-old high school student. This game is only five bucks, by the way. Who, With a little secret, she has not one but two psychic powers. After receiving an invitation, she boards a luxury cruise ship with her friend, Chisono Shio. As soon as she enters a suite room, a loud explosion sounds and she finds herself stuck, unable to get out. Is this an accident or something far more sinister? The only way to find out is to escape with the help of her powers. So... Um, it's an escape game with psychic stuff, and I don't know what's going on. A little puzzle thing going on. I don't know how long it is, but that, that sounds cool. The $5 price tag makes me think it might be a little short, but, you know, whatever. On the Vita, they're getting blast 'em Bunnies, and that's it, apparently, which kind of depressing for the Vita. Uh, over on the PC, tons of stuff coming out. Alpha Beats, Alekine's Gun, Beat Da Beat, Blastin' Bunnies, Casey Powell Lacrosse, so of course the PC version is what you're going to want so you can max out the graphics for the beautiful lacrosse gameplay, right? But Alex, is this first person lacrosse or third person lacrosse? How does this work? Is this overhead it's third person lacrosse? Third person lacrosse. Yeah,
2: it, yeah, it's more like the usual sports game.
0: Okay. Views. All right. Uh Death Smiles is hitting the PC. Awesome cave shmup that. So go get Death Smiles. Um ET Armies. I don't think it has anything to do with ET the world, the movie rather. So let me just check on that is that et Army? yeah it is not extraterrestrial armies trying to capitalize on uh, the XCOM thing i bet hitman jump tanks kingdom wars 2 battles mind zero that's that first person dungeon crawler that was on uh, vita now come to pc moon hunters is finally out on pc this week that's a big deal i think we could... do we cover moon hunters no
1: i can't remember
2: yeah we have done
0: Okay, that's a myth-weaving RPG. So that's that's uh, something Anna will be. Oh, I guess I can already play it, can I? Um, I got to check that out for next week. Uh, co-op personality test RPG about exploring an ancient occult world that's different every time. How will you be remembered? All right, Momodora Reverie under the moonlight, or in the blind forest. Pan Panzemadels Tank Dating Simulator. Panzemadels tank that sound- dating simulator.
1: Uh, that actually sounds legitimately amazing.
0: I but, so this was a Kickstarter. I what? So I I don't understand. So All the girls in the game are named after tanks. So you're talking to M4 Sherman, Type 3 Chinu, T-34, Tiger 1, But you don't see tanks, you see girls. I don't understand this. I... So, Erwin L'Amour just got transferred to a prestigious military academy to study armored warfare. But when he arrives, Erwin realizes it's not tank school but quote-unquote tank school for World War II tanks, who happen to look just like Japanese schoolgirls. Instead of studying military history and doctrine, he's in basic artillery computations for fire support 101 and radio operations 214. So you're learning how to be a tank, which I don't... What...
1: You know, Chris, if you ever see uh, Cole, I think your head might explode.
0: What? What is... If I see
1: what? what Kankol?
0: How do I spell that?
1: K-A-N-C-O-L-L-E
0: Is that on Steam? Is that a game? Is that no. an anime? No, it's not
1: a game. It's not it's a game. It's a series.
0: <laughs> Koli, wiki. Um. What is? What am I looking at? There's a girl standing on a tank with. How to play. How to play. Kankoli Wiki Wikia. Kankoli Collection. Kankoli Collection English. Kankoli Arcade. So it sounds like there's a game as well. It's a Japanese. It's a Japanese. Oh, okay. It's that one. Kantai Collection, abbreviated as Kankol, is a Japanese free to play web browser game developed by Kadokawa Games. So it is a game. Um, okay. It, but why is it going to break my head? What am I missing? I um, think
1: the, uh, if I remember correctly, the girls in that one are all Japanese warships.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. Great. Just, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Robo's World, the Zarnok Fortress, Shardlight, Space Pilgrim Episode 4, Sunrider Liberation Day, the Count... Thank you, Sophie. The Count Lucanar, the Guest... The Interactive Adventures of Dog, Mendoza, and Pizza Boy. Gosh darn it. Now I have to look up what this one is too. What the... What? The interact. The Interactive Adventures of Dog, Mendoza, Mendoza, and Pizza Boy. Based on the award-winning graphic novel series published by Dark Horse, uncover the supernatural mysteries of Lisbon's underworld in the interactive adventures of Dog, Mendoza. So this is Sam and Max, basically. Alright, got it. Beautiful. That's how I'm categorizing it. I don't care if it's accurate. I can't handle this anymore. My brain's broken. Tom Clancy's Division also out for PC. Upwards, Lonely Robot, Shardlight, which I think I said twice, and WWE 2K16 hits the PC. That's it. I don't care anymore. Alex and Alice, do you have a question of the week for folks? Uh, hmm. What's your favorite freezer? Um... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's quite funny actually. What do you put in your freezer?
0: What do you Yeah, what do you put it, what do you like to put in your freezer? I like it. Let's do it. What do you like to put in your freezer? That's it. The show is not live every week, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You can email us at podcast.rpgamer.com. We'll put your email on the show. Um, we can also put your post in the show if you put it in the show threads over on forums.rpgamer.com. And, of course, you can call us at 608-729-4098. Leave your voicemail there. And we'll play it on the show. Thanks, everybody, for supporting us. Remember to review us and like us on iTunes or whatever. And uh, that stuff always helps out and gets the show in front of other, more people's eyes so they can decide if they want to listen to us, too. So please help us out there. Please keep supporting us. Please post in the in the show threads and keep telling us things about what you want to see improved about the show, about the site, about stuff like that. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, I'm going to go jump off a cliff or something because I can't handle these tank girl dating games and i'm 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 done and then i'm gonna go pet my cat in far cry three and avoid my badger so he doesn't bite me um alex and alice what are you going to be playing the next week Bravely second bravely second Uh uh-huh screw you and the course Mm and uh alice stuff okay stuff my my week looks like um finishing up Probably my time with Far Cry Primal, though I don't know if that includes finishing the game just because I don't get the luxury of finishing games ever because I'm suck at it. And uh, probably jumping in The Division on PC. So we'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye,
2: everybody.